0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Beast Mode podcast. My name is Erin Bees. I am a wife, a mom of two, a military veteran, and I spent 13 and a half years in multi-level marketing, healed my way out of it, started to tell my story, which is kind of what this podcast has turned into. Uh, And now I'm bound and determined to help other people tell their stories to help them heal. That was really, really important to me when I started to tell my story and because I thought I was alone. So um, you probably have noticed if you've listened to a few episodes, uh, those of you that are listening, that this has really become about the healing journey. So I am really excited about our guest this week. Her name is Danielle Bolster, and she is a therapist. Correct me when, when we chat on your certifications and all of that stuff, if you feel comfortable sharing that. Um, and I was on her podcast several weeks ago. It was an incredible conversation and I was so excited to have her on. So I'm gonna let Danielle kind of introduce herself and tell us, you know, some things and then we'll, we'll hop into a a really cool conversation.
1: Yeah. Um, hi everyone. My name is Danielle Bolster. I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor in the state of Massachusetts. Um, yeah, so I'm all about like shedding light on the mental health side of multi-level marketing. I was in multi-level marketing for on and off about 10 years. Um, And do you want me to just like jump in and kind of give a little clip of my story? Okay. Um, So yeah, I started, um, all of the network marketing companies I did were health and wellness companies because I've always been very self-conscious about my weight as one is when they live in America. Um,
0: that is so true. I, yeah,
1: I started out with isogenics. That was like a really small blip in my story. I mostly was just doing it for me. I recruited one friend and ultimately ended up really ruining that friendship over time through recruiting her through my next MLM, which was Plexus. Mm. Um, but um, pretty much my story about isogenics is it ruined a lot of my relationships with food. Um, it was a drink two shakes a day, eat a three to 600 calorie meal at dinner type of diet. It involved a lot of fasting um, where you were just eating like these little like chalk wafers and like this little energy shot for, I can't remember how many days, but I think there was like a, a one day one and a three day one. Um. So just a lot of demonizing food, and I was like, I'm gonna do this for the rest of my life. Oh God. Um. And I was like, this is gonna work. It's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. Um, luckily, I didn't get too roped into the MLM side of things. I was just kind of like, oh, like if somebody joins me, then like I won't have to pay for all of this stuff. Like it kind of like goes out in the wash. So I was, that was really all I wanted to do with that. But then um, later on, I uh, continued my journey into like the mental health counseling world. At this point in time, I didn't have my master's yet, but I was getting ready to go to school slash starting my master's program. And I was becoming very aware of how little money uh, I, you make in the mental health world especially in community mental health, which is where I reside. Um, so I was doing like a bachelor's level job in the mental health community counseling world. And one of my coworkers somehow introduced me to Plexus and, um, I was instantly obsessed. I, she was like, yeah, you will like lose weight by taking these supplements. And I was like, Um, great. Fantastic. I like went home, I tried them and it was only one day. So obviously I didn't notice any difference, but I was just like, okay, like I just take this handful of pills and drink this drink and hope for the best.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That cracks me up too, because a lot of these health and wellness companies that talk about giving out samples to people, you know, at the gym or at the grocery store or whatever, it's kind of like, well, what kind of results are you expecting to get in, you know, like a one to three day sample pack, Like, we, what What is it that you're trying to accomplish? Because if it's for weight loss, most of the time you didn't put the weight on overnight. And so it's kind of these, I don't know.
1: It's yeah, interesting like, to me. Like if you lose anything, it's water weight that fluctuates daily anyways. Yeah um so yeah I did that I immediately recruited two people from work um and one of them was like yeah I'll do the business with you the other one was just like yeah like kind of like we'll see but like never did the business just use the products um, and I was determined. I was like, I'm going to do this. This is so exciting. Immediately had all of the dopamine hits. I was just oh, like, yeah. yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so true. Oh my gosh. People are asking me about my business. Oh my gosh. People are, are asking what I'm taking. And a lot of it, I think is just the energy and the excitement of something new.
1: Exactly. And in my area, no one had heard of Plexus. Um, I think Plexus is really focused down south like florida to california like kind of that area
0: mm-hmm. um
1: like or a lot along the border and then um like arizona and things like that yeah. um and I, I like i said i'm in massachusetts so there really wasn't a lot of plexus up here so i was like this is fantastic it's like i'm getting in at the ground floor because there really isn't that many people up here um it was just like my little upline circle um
0: and I think that that is really important because I have said for a while that, and I, I'm sure you feel the same way, And but I have seen that in order to be su- successful in some of these companies, you have to get in early and, or you have to have a large following on social media because you're the one that's introducing your people to that. So if it's, you know, not saturated in your area. And now all of a sudden you're using social media and it's a new company that nobody's heard of, you know, it's, of course, you're going to have some interaction, you know?
1: Right. Exactly. And at this point in time, it was still like a Facebook heavy time in our society, like we weren't really transferred over to Instagram yet. Uh, like we had an Instagram, but it wasn't really anything. Um, So I recruit about a team of 20 on and off, like people fall off. And, um, some of those were most likely ghost accounts. Uh, I definitely like signed up my mom and my dad
0: Yep. (laughs) and probably ordered your products under their accounts. Just like we see.
1: Yep. Um, and I don't know, like, I was very dependent on the product. So um, there was this one product and sometimes it would go out of stock. And when it went out of stock and I didn't have any more, I would notice that I was sad. Like yeah. very sad. And my upline would say the same thing. She was like, yeah, I ran out. Like, I'm never going to let this happen again. Like, let me make sure I always have. Wow. Some. Um, And like, if it went out of stock, we would like buy it off of each other. Like literally it, we would like, Trade pills essentially. Oh my supplement. god! Yeah, like my upline would be like, "Oh, I ran out of the probiotic. Do you have? Do you have any?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, but I'm about to run out of the magnesium." <laughs> so we would be like swapping. Holy cow! Yeah, and it would and it
0: would make you sad when you didn't take it. That's really scary to me.
1: Yeah, um. So, and that was like at the beginning, and we never really let it get any worse because like as soon as I was was like oh I feel like not great like we would be like oh it's because the stuff like we knew it was because of supplements so we would go and you know do our little trade-off and everything was fine um I went to convention I everyone was crying I'm pretty sure I cried because there was a new product I was like what like looking back I'm like why (laughs) why did this happen yeah Um, and, um, after that, I had some like momentum with my business. Like personally, I had momentum like to go forward, but I didn't actually get new recruits at that point. And, uh, probably for the best, because then I started to get really heavy into my grad school program. And I was like, I can't do this all. Like I can't do my internship and work and do plexus. It's too much.
0: (sighs) That's a lot.
1: Yeah. Um, so I like backed off, and I advised anyone that was below me. I was like, okay, just like talk to my upline, like they'll help you out if you have any questions. Uh, like I'm feel free to ask me, but like just know I'm I'm really not focusing on this right now. Um, and so yeah, just kind of like slowly backed off. Was still using the products because um, I thought they were fantastic. Um, another thing that happened for me was that. And I was in my young 20s at that point. And I know it was before I was 25. And before I started Plexus, I would, um, is it okay if I talk about woman stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So I would get my period on a Wednesday, like clockwork once a month. And on Wednesdays, we had this big meeting. So we would go to this meeting and then I'd finish the meeting and I would just start crying. Oh my like, God. Just crying. So I start doing plexus that went away. So I had so much belief in the products. Cause I was like, these are magic. This is wow.
0: doing
1: something for
0: me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like speechless. You see my face? I know, I know <laughs> you guys listening cannot see my face, but Danielle can see my face. And I was just like, what?
1: <laughs> yep. Um, I don't have any explanation of that, like, I, I think it's just because, like, and there is something to be said, like, about probiotics, and, like, they can be really helpful, um, you know, whatever. Wow. So, anyways, back to where I was in grad school and stuff, so I, like, you know, continue on, like, kindly, of slowly, kind of slowly, like, fade out, and then um, it gets to the point where the pandemic happens. Um, like I was taking it all of that time, like years taking the products, not really selling it. Occasionally I would quote unquote relaunch. And then I was like, ah, oh, no, forget this. This is too much work. I don't wanna do it.
0: Oh, the okay. relaunches. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, so then um, the pandemic happens and I start working from home. And I get out of my routine. So I stopped taking my supplements. Like, not because I like thought anything of it, it was just because my routine changed and yeah. I have ADHD. So when my routine changes, I just forget about things. Yep. Um, so it's like probably two weeks of me not taking it. And I, me and my fiance had just got um, put in an offer on the house. We just got engaged. And I look at him and I'm like, I don't want to be here anymore. <gasps> I, I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. And I'm like, so upset because I'm like, this is everything I've wanted to have a supportive partner, be in the job that I want. I'm a therapist. Like at that point, like I've graduated, wow. everything that I want is happening. Like we're about to get a house. Like, why am I upset? Yeah. And, which freaked me out. Cause I was like, What, what, what's going on? Yeah. It took a few days before I finally realized that I hadn't taken those supplements and I took one and within 24 hours, I felt fine.
0: That is so scary.
1: Terrifying. Right. Um, so what I ended up doing was I contacted a therapist and like got my own therapist. Good. Um, But then what I did was I, and I'm not telling anyone to do this if they're in the same situation or anything like that. I just want to be very clear. This is just what I did for myself and it worked. Um, I like weaned myself off. So I would take one. And as soon as I started to notice that I was like having any weird feelings, I was just like, oh, sadness, take one of those pills. So I like one of the supplements and I don't want to make it sound like, yeah, yeah. these, like uh, uppers or something. Like I just took a probiotic essentially. And, um, like I would take one and then I would wait and eventually it would turn into a, like a whole week that I could go. And then it turned into two, like, you know, and then I was eventually, I just did that until I ran out of products. And by that time I was fine.
0: Uh, It is so crazy that a probiotic can have that kind of impact. I mean, I, I, and I do, I do see both sides of this because somebody that is in plexus that is seeing the the things that you're seeing and, Oh, I feel so much better when I take this, of course, they're going to be super passionate about it. But on the other side of things, I also worry that somebody that has underlying mental health challenges or imbalances of any kind for how, how deep and how dark that will take them. If for some reason they can't afford the product or something like that, you know, I don't know if you want to speak on that, but
1: right that's
0: immediately where my brain went.
1: So I ended up talking to some of my, well, one of my friends about it. Um, and she told me that, um, and I haven't done any of this research or anything like that. So like, feel free anyone to come and fact check me or tell me tell me where to find the right info. But this is what she told me. was that the probiotic was picked up at a trade show by like some scientist or whatever. Um, and the original creator of the product um, did not intend for it to be used long-term. So I was on it for like four years.
0: Oh my God.
1: Um, and especially in combination with the Um, magnesium supplement that they had, it was just not, not appropriate, not meant to be used for that long. Um, and it like significantly impacted me. And I know that it significantly impacted others because my friend that I talked to about this, she was like, yeah, the same thing happened to me. And my upline we're all, we were all trading supplements with each other because we were getting sad.
0: Oh my God. I have goosebumps right now because of the impact of this. Like I, and I I also am sitting here thinking how many people are continuing to take it because they don't want to feel sad.
1: Right. Exactly. And like, and I have such a hard time with it too, because, you know, as a mental health provider, I obviously believe in unstigmatized medication use. Like if you need to have store-bought serotonin, that's awesome. I'm glad that you do that there's no judgment here. Great. So absolutely. when I was taking it, I was like, oh, well, this is the same thing. I'm, I need this just like they need butrin or whatever. Yeah. Um, or, you know, like whatever mental health medication you need. I was just like, it's the same thing. If they stopped taking that, they would have symptoms. If I stopped taking this, I have symptoms. However, there's no warning labels on this. There's nothing. There's no, no uplines telling you, Hey, like, do you have like nothing, 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 nothing. It's um, like
0: the, it's the side conversations that you have with team members uplines. It, it's It's kind of, it sounds like it's kind of the same thing with ketones and how we all knew that it, and I, I'm just going to say it like, it, it's going to give you diarrhea. <laughs> and they knew about it when they made the formula. And I would venture to say, of course, this is all just based on my opinion, that they probably knew that when they were making the formula for that probiotic, they probably knew at the very beginning that that was the case.
1: Yeah. Wow. Um, so the other thing that I didn't mention was throughout my journey with Plexus. I was not really being coached by my upline to do this, but I was seeing it in the team pages and stuff and wanted to be coachable and do what I was supposed to do. So I was trying to get myself off of my ADHD medication with Plexus products while oh. I was in grad school and working full-time. Oh my doing God. Yeah. <laughs> so like, that didn't work. Like, I think at one point I got it down a little bit and then, um, As I continued on and kind of stepped back from Plexus, I realized that I couldn't do it all and actually ended up increasing my dose to the maximum dose. And like, like my doctor was like unhappy to prescribe me that level of medication, but I was like, it wears off at two o'clock. I'm coming home and I'm doing homework until 10 and I can't focus on any of it. So
0: like,
1: I'm not asking for this for life, just through grad school. Just help (laughs) me
0: get through grad school. Let me help me focus. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, I ultimately ended up actually getting off of the medication but this is like a side tangent because my insurance which is a whole nother story my insurance wouldn't cover my medication so I ended up having to get taken off of it because I just simply couldn't afford it yeah Um, but like what a mess such a mess
0: <laughs> so tell me about how you started to kind of, I know you said you stepped away from the business. What was the was there a moment where you realized, oh my gosh, I've been part of something that is predatory or however you define it. I don't want to put words in your mouth.
1: Yeah, so actually I ended up doing another one after this. So then I joined Arbon. and like when it first ha- like everything was happening, she was definitely grooming me and my fiance. Um like she had my fiance who's a personal trainer do like a Zoom charity workout where the proceeds from the workout ended up going to buy products for a nursing home or something like that. Mm. Um and then she sent us like a gift basket full of Arvon stuff and I was like, whatever, like thanks for the candle. Um <laughs> thanks for the candle. <laughs> We actually ended up doing a quarantine Olympics and we used it as our Olympic torch.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. That is hilarious. Thanks for the candle.
1: Yeah. So then like he moves forward and like his personal training stuff and it's like the summer at this point, I think it's like the end of June. And I'm like, you know what, I do kind of like the protein and I needed a new protein powder and a new probiotic because I believe in probiotics Um, at that point. Anyways, I was like, I need a new protein powder. I need a new probiotic because I'm not buying from Plexus anymore because I stopped believing in the company because I was like, why would this happen? Oh my gosh. Wait, hold on. Back up (laughs) to the Plexus thing, to the suicidal ideation thing. I texted my upline who like, we aren't in regular communication anymore, but I texted her and I was like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know this happened. Like, uh, like I stopped taking the supplements just like, because I forgot and I like felt this way, never responded to me. (gasps) No, are you okay? Do you need help? Is there anything I could like nothing? I have not heard from her since.
0: Oh my God. oh that gave me goosebumps again that is so gross like what if something would have happened
1: yeah like it wasn't like I was parading it all over the place. I was like, hey, like, this just happened to me. What do I do? Yeah. Like, luckily I knew what to do, but like.
0: Imagine, I mean, somebody that doesn't know what to do, somebody that doesn't know what to say or what actions to take or who to call. Right. You know, by exactly. the way, I mean, if, let's talk about that. If if somebody is listening that is feeling that way, who do they need to call, Danielle? Like,
1: um. so, I mean, I think that, This is a really uh, big question and I'm not here to diagnose or treat anyone, but I can make some suggestions um, where, you know, if you're feeling, I would say kind of rate it on a scale of one to 10, one being like, I wonder what it would be like if I wasn't here anymore. Huh, weird thought. Okay, moving on. 10 being, I am going to drive my car into this tree. Mm. Clear plan, right? Um. So like if you're like creeping towards seven, eight or nine or 10, you should be thinking about going to the ER. Um, if you're like a seven or an eight, you might be able to get away with calling a hotline or reaching out to your therapist if you already have one or using other coping skills that you have, you know, like really just trying to distract yourself, um, call a friend, What whatever you can. Um, really coping skills are about getting you through those hard feelings and helping distract you to move through it and move on. Um, I think that a lot of therapists like make coping skills sound so magical. And I'm like, they're not, they're not magic. They're just supposed to get you through this moment. They're just supposed to make it so you can wake up the next day and try to start over. Mm. Um, and that's why it takes so much work and so much practice using them. Because if you just go and try to do deep breathing for the first time while you're in the middle of a panic attack, it's not going to work because you're going to get frustrated and you're not going to realize what it's happening. So you have to practice these things on your own when you're not triggered and you're not upset for them yeah. to really do anything. Wow. Um, so it, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: um, I just think it was, since we're talking about it, I wanted to make sure that we gave some resources for anybody yeah. that is having those moments thinking these things. Um,
1: yeah, maybe um, if you could blink the suicide hotline at the bottom, yeah. uh, that would be great. I don't know it off the top of my head, but I'll I get it. Google search, any anything. Like if you're looking for a, a niche hotline, like an LGBT hotline or just like a generalized hotline, a veterans hotline, there are definitely specialized hotlines and there are hotlines that are for certain states, but I know that there is like a national hotline too. Um, but yeah, reaching out to a hotline is always a great way to kind of start because you're just talking to somebody that has no vested, like like there's no transactional relationship. Yep. Yep going on. So they have nothing to lose or gain, which is kind of nice to just talk to someone who
0: is just there to talk to you.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I couldn't think of the word. I'm (laughs) with you. I got you. Yeah. Wow. Do you have any other questions or follow-up about that segment before I move to Arbon again?
0: No, I think that's good. I, mean, I the, the suicide hotline is going to be in, in the show notes for anybody that needs it. Um, and we'll talk about how you can connect with Danielle too at the end of this. And I will also link all of that information so that you can connect with her too um, through her Instagram and stuff. So that will be in the show notes yeah. as well.
1: Awesome. So, yeah this girl is grooming me and my fiance. She's sending us samples like all of the time being like here. Yeah. Great. You guys are awesome. Da, 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 da. We're talking about fitness. We're like doing these, like my fiance was hosting like zoom workout classes and she would like come to a bunch of them. And it was great. We were, it was having, we were having fun. It felt like she was really our friend. Yeah. And then I'm finally like, okay, like I do like this protein powder. Like I thought that it was pretty good for a vegan protein powder. Cause I was convinced that way was hurting my stomach. Now that I look back on it, it was probably just because it was a Plexus product. Um, yeah. And um, so I tried that and I was like, you know, what if I did this? What if you were a personal trainer and I sold supplements? like, duh.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Power couple.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. That makes sense.
1: Exactly. So, and I remember when we were talking about it, we were like standing in our bedroom and I was just like, we were folding laundry. And, um, I was like, well, if it doesn't work out in a year, I just won't renew my membership. Like I can give it a shot if it doesn't work out, whatever. Right. Like that was really the attitude that I went in there with but also I was like, I'm not going to re- actively recruit. I'm only going to focus on selling the products. and, um, I'm just going to do the best I can. Cause I don't want to be a pyramid scheme. Also, I was like, I'm not going to product load. I'm not going to like buy my ranks, like all things that I did in Plexus.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah. That didn't last very long.
0: you were like no this doesn't make any sense i'm not moving forward
1: yeah so as we're moving my um launch party was very successful i made like six hundred dollars which is pretty successful for the average joe to get so i was like that's this is fantastic if i can do this every month six hundred dollars for one weekend party whatever fantastic awesome and if all these people continue to order and i just do one party a month then Great. This is fantastic.
0: Yeah. Did you sell 600 or did you make 600?
1: Um, you remember? I think I made 600.
0: Okay. So it was a pretty big party.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, it in <laughs> realisticness, realistic next uh, reality. <laughs> We're making that a
0: word. <laughs> and it's totally fine.
1: Yeah. I just make up words all the time, so. Same. <laughs> Um, in reality, I bought so much product because they kept every month they would release a new product or have some sort of sale. And I was like, well, of course I need to get it. I love it. This is my life and I'm going to use it all. But then I would do that every single month.
0: Yeah. Or, or the rebranding of products. Did they rebrand products, like yes. rename them, change an ingredient or something like that? Hey, yeah. we're going to work. This one's going away, but anytime we replace something, it's always an improvement. So everybody stocks up. Then the new thing comes out and they stock up on that. Their customers stock up on that. And then they have all of this surplus of this same product.
1: Right. Exactly. So when I joined, um, the new skincare line the, with the all was not out yet. And then I joined and they added that skincare line, they out the old skincare line. But of course I bought the old skincare line. And then like three weeks later, they came out with the new one. And I was like, wait well, a how second. How am I supposed to sell this? <laughs> how am I supposed to sell this? Like it yeah. was a big deal. And there was all of these bonuses and incentives. So I was like, how am I supposed to sell this if I can't buy it? Exactly. Like I have all this product. ended up buying it.
0: (laughs) Yep. So that you Um, could talk about it and share your experience and tell your story.
1: I did actually like that product more than the old one. So like that was at least a positive, but like now, like now that I'm all the way out, every time I use it I'm like does this garbage even work or am I just putting like poop on my face like what's yep. the point how do I know this is actually doing anything So I have absolutely no trust in the company I'm so jaded over everything right um like everything Ugh. about it is a lie everything right there's no validity <laughs> I mean I have no idea I'm just that's just, just how opinions just sharing yeah.
0: opinions
1: exactly <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah I do that for a few months and then Um, I'm studying for my licensure exam. I put way too much into Arbonne. I failed my first time going around through my licensure exam. And I was like, all right, we're pulling back again. I'm not doing this. I'm not gonna- This is too much. When I can get my license and work at a, I can open my own private practice and see a client and make $100 an hour versus maybe make $30. Yeah. off of, um, uh, 30 days to a healthy living pack. Yeah. So I back all, all the way off. Oh, also in the middle of me backing off, like in this time period, before I take my next test, I took a, um, a training about eating disorders and in Whoa. this training, yeah, in this training, we talked about orthorexia in, in quite a lot of detail. Um, I'm definitely not an eating disorder expert by any means, but I mean, I know that they exist. I know, I know about them. Um, and after the training, I really like reflected and I was like, are we coaching people into orthorexia? And I talked to my upline about it. And I was like, I really think that like, we should do a training on this. And like, what can we do to like help people? And like, what if what can you do if like the your customers are starting to exhibit these signs that it's like going too far? Yeah. And they were like, well, it's really not our place. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So to appease me, they were like, make a video that explains orthorexia and we will send it to like the upline, like area managers and above uh, in our circle educate them and make sure they're aware that this is a thing. And like, we don't want to just give it to anyone because we don't want everyone to just think they have orthorexia.
0: We don't want to, in other words, we don't want to scare anybody. We don't want to scare people to where they start looking and have some self-awareness and go, Oh my gosh, that is me. Let me cancel my auto ship. Right. That's what I'm hearing.
1: Yeah. So from then on, I, I never, ever again, advertise the 30 days to healthy living. Like I would say, I would talk about the protein powder because like you can use protein powder without being in the program um, or whatever product that I liked to use, but I would never advertise the program again. Yeah. Um, so then I take my next test. I pass. Yay.
0: Yay, congratulations. <laughs>
1: I'm licensed. <laughs> Love it. Officially a big kid. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I just poured all of my time into starting my business, like getting my LLC, like learning how to, like, all of the insurance paperwork. So that was what I was really focusing on. And meanwhile, my upline is texting me all of the time mm. Oh, is this person going to order? Are you going to get this? Like, da, da 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 da. And eventually, I it turned into like, Anytime she messaged me, her name would pop up on my phone. And I was like, are you going to ask me about Arbon again? Like, is that all you care about is Arbon?" Wow. I was getting so mad. Um, And then like, she was in our discord group. So me and my fiance, we have like a little discord community for, um, for working out because we were also in a beach body group. And that is a whole nother thing.
0: Dear Lord.
1: Yeah that's a whole nother disaster <laughs> that that's I won't get into today, but I do have a podcast episode about it. I think it's episode 32 in my podcast, or it's around there. If you're looking for that story, it is interesting. Yes. Um, go
0: listen, go, go subscribe to our channel. Of course. <laughs> I, I obviously am going to put that in the show notes as well. Right. So yeah, I'll let,
1: I'll let you know exactly which episode it is. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we have our little Discord channel and she's in there. And every time she posts, it's like Arbon sale, Arbon this, Arbon that. Oh, I worked out and I had my Arbon supplement. And we were just like, stop. So finally, yeah. I talked to my friend, the one that told me about how the Plexus products were um, found and how they weren't meant to be used long term. And I was just kind of checking up with her and like seeing how things were going and she told me in that conversation that she was anti-MLM and I just just like yeah me too I think and then she was like oh yeah and this channel and have you looked at this podcast and I was like wait what They're, like anti-MLM is a thing like that's like an actual yeah. thing it's an actual like community of resources and um Magical rainbows (laughs) Uh, and magical rainbows are facts and statistics. (laughs) Um, So then I found Roberta Blevin's podcast, um, our Lord and Savior, Roberta Blevin. Just kidding. Uh, But really, I think of Roberta as like the role model for like compassionate anti MLM. Um, And Yeah, Uh, my life has been changed ever since then. then I eventually started my podcast where I also did interviews with survivors of MLMs and really focused on the mental health side of things. I messaged all of my customers and was like, if you whatever, if you want to keep buying from this cult, I literally said, if you want to keep buying products from this cult, you can buy them from my upline. But I will no longer be supporting this company. (laughs) Love that. Yeah. Love that. Like almost all of my customers are now like anti-MLM and very much following my journey, which is really cool. Um,
0: That is cool. People love a journey. I mean, I'm sure you heard that in MLM just like I did. They love following you in a journey. They they can relate to you more. Well, yeah, that's probably pretty accurate.
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah So now you now you have your own practice out of your home. You yes. educate through your podcast and social media. I love your TikToks, by the way. I'm gonna put your TikTok <laughs> account in there too. Um, so if somebody is if somebody is listening, what advice would you have for them? Maybe they're in an MLM and they're because that's kind of the theme. There's a lot of people, that message me that are trying to work their way out of an MLM. That's yeah. that's I'm learning that that's kind of the demographic. So, what advice would you have for somebody that is looking to get out of their MLM?
1: Oh gosh,
0: I know it's that's um, heavy question.
1: Yeah, I know, and we talked about this a little bit on the episode that we did together too. Yeah,
0: um,
1: but I mean, if you're trying to leave, I I always suggest that you do it quietly. Um, I, I think I kind of left semi, I don't know. I definitely left with some spice. Um, my message to my upline was just like, I'm not interested in doing this anymore. And she was like, are you still interested in buying the products? And I was just like, no. And that was pretty much it. And then like the next day I started talking about Roberta's podcast on my story. Mm. And it was like, this is what I'm learning. This is what I'm finding out. And then I was like, I was in a cult. Like, this is a cult. And then, you know, the girls on, like, that team uh, started posting things like, hey, uh, you're only doing this because you're failing or, like, you didn't try hard enough. Because, like, the last six months I was in, I wasn't actually doing anything. Yeah. So, like, of course, it looked like I just wasn't trying, but it wasn't that. It was just that, like, I was done and then I learned better.
0: Yeah. And I think that that time period where people start to take their their foot off the gas, because that's a very MLM turn, you know, they take their their foot off the gas is where they start to question. I think that that is where that cognitive um, dissonance really shows up and people start questioning and looking for answers. Why do I feel this way? You know, uh, those types of things. and of course, your sales are going to drop in that time period because you're like, I don't know that I'm okay with buying off on being a part of this. And you're, you're answering those questions. And to me, I feel like that's kind of the beginning of somebody's healing journey is really like healing from the MLM specifically, you know? So yeah. Wow. That was a lot. Um, I thought this, I thought this was fantastic. I hope that we help a lot of people. Are you comfortable with people reaching out to you on Instagram or whatnot. And yeah, okay,
1: yeah. love talking. Um, I do try to set more boundaries with like my social media time. Whereas yep. before when I was in the MLM, I like, if I got a notification, I was just like, okay, this is it. Like I need to like, So if it takes me a little bit to get back to you, or you see that I read something and I didn't respond, sometimes I open something and I just, I have to step away. Like I have to do something and I forget, like, feel free to double text me. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, that's life.
1: Yeah. Like if you are like looking to have a conversation and you saw that I read something and didn't respond to something that I should have like said something to, it's not because like I didn't mean to, it's because- it's just because I'm all over the place and I'm a little scatterbrained and I you know, all of us I definitely overload my plate. Um, 100% a victim of hustle culture where I just am like, go, go, go. How many yep. books in one day? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I get that. I get that completely.
1: This week well, I booked five podcasts plus this one.
0: Oh my God. That makes yeah. me tired <laughs> 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 on a day that I'm tired. So that probably doesn't help any. <laughs> Well, Danielle, thank you so much for being on. I know that you have uh, other appointments and stuff that you have to get to. And I appreciate you coming on. I, you know, if anybody has any questions or wants to um, book a session with her, I'm going to put all of her social media stuff in the video or the video. We're doing a video right now because we're recording this on Zoom. But what I meant to say was I will put it in the show notes so that you guys can connect with her you know, go, go, go follow her on Instagram and TikTok. go subscribe to her podcast, go binge, listen. Uh, she's got a, she's got so much great content and so many great stories. And the, the cool part is she gives, um, a mental health, um, perspective on a lot of it. Yeah. Which is really powerful, especially nowadays. So, you know, where mental health is, is being talked about more and more. So, uh, thank you for being on. I appreciate you. And it, you know, I, I, I know that this is going to help a lot of people and, and we will chat soon.
1: Sounds good. Thank you so much for thank, having me. Thank it's you. Here. <laughs> and you
0: guys that are listening, we will see you on the next podcast. Mm-hmm.